0: Blob Talk Radio Once I drifted out in sin Had no hope nor joy within And my soul was burdened down With pride Then my Savior came along And He showed me I was wrong And He placed me on the winning side I'm on the winning side, yes I'm on the winning side, out in sin no more will I abide, I've enlisted in the fight for the cause of truth and right, praise the Lord I'm on the winning side. Near, and in him so often I confide. Well, he's the keeper of my soul since I gave him full control, and he placed me on the winning side. The Lord, I'm on the winning
1: side.
2: Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Three six zero two two zero one. Hello, folks, welcome back to Voice in the Wilderness. Tonight's show, we will have. My dad on, as usual, and we will be talking about um, a few different things. Um, it should be a pretty exciting show. Uh, we got the flu pandemic going on. Going to talk about the uh, slave trade that's starting up in uh, Sudan. Mainstream media is refusing to cover this, but uh, the Islamic Caliphate is enslaving. Um, a ton of Sudanese people um, and uh, trading them as slaves and also uh, kidnapping um, young girls and selling them into uh, as sex slaves. Um, uh, this is just horrible. It just shows you how evil Muslims are. They're completely... Totally evil. Um, we also have school shutdowns in 11 states, and uh, thousands of people have already died from the flu this year. Um, and also, uh, we've got uh, uh, es- it's estimated that um, 50,000 people in America are going to die this year from the flu, 50,000 more people. Um, And most of the people that uh, got the flu got the flu shot because the flu shot actually gives you the flu. It has the flu in it. So, I mean, just common sense should be smart enough to realize that you can get the flu by taking the flu shot and Anyone that knows anything about what's in it knows that it's not good for you at all. Full of mercury and heavy metals, and who knows what else they put in there. Um, how's it going, Dad? Uh, what do you think about the uh, this flu pandemic that we're having?
3: Well, I think I think you're right. Uh, I just posted on uh, my Facebook there the actual insert of the. Uh, flu uh, vaccine showing the amount of mercury that's in it. Um, And, and it's, it's off the charts, folks. It's, it's absolutely horrifically bad for you. It puts your body into autoimmune. Uh, Your body will be fighting that vaccine um, and it will compromise your immune system. Um, There are dead strands of of DNA, um, animal uh, DNA, um, and the list goes on. I mean, it's, it's, it's like a sci-fi nightmare of what they, what they're, uh, putting in these vaccines. They're not, they're not clean. They're not clean vaccines. In other words, we're not stupid. There are, we understand that there are vaccines that, that, uh, can help in certain, uh, situations, uh, clean vaccines, you know, but, uh, these, these flu vaccines folks are, are uh, riddled with uh, heavy metals like my son said, and, and mercury. Anyways, that's steer away from them and use natural remedies. Um, and if you get the flu, um, just uh, drink lots of fluids and and uh, lots of liquid vitamins and and get lots of rest. And and you know what, your your body will be able to fight it off if you don't compromise. Compromise
2: yep that's right that's right um so now moving on to uh, uh this new uh national guard uh homeland response force being set up in uh fema region seven uh which is in uh missouri um and uh, well, Missouri is part of it. There's also um, a few other states right there in the Midwest. This is part of FEMA Region Seven. Um, but uh, somebody was talking to their friend, who's in the, uh, who's a high-ranking officer in the Missouri National Guard, and uh, uh, he was telling him that his whole unit just got a whole bunch of new weapons, grenade launchers, uh uh aim point, red dot sights, night vision goggles, all this stuff. And uh he ju- and the same guy warned him that uh you better start uh storing up at least six months worth of uh food and uh said they're worried about a North Korean EMP strike um and it's very unusual for National Guard units to uh, prepare in advance. Usually, before they get deployed, um, they will uh, they will start getting their equipment right when the time is needed, but never before. Um, and so, it's pretty odd, especially especially the name Homeland Response Force. I mean, this is like some kind of sounds like it could be some kind of Gestapo uh, stuff that could be used against the American citizens. Um, so, <clears throat> can't really say what this is all about yet, but um, we're going to keep our eyes on this and see what happens. Yeah, I I think that uh, I'm
3: starting to see patterns and, you know, they haven't just started shaping up. They've been happening for a while, but you can see that it's definitely ramping up now with uh, the latest mass shooting at a car wash. They're using uh, AR-15 and they're making sure to be real specific about, uh, you know, the weapon. They, they definitely, they know that the Americans are armed to the teeth with, uh, with AR-15s. And so they want that, that particular weapon. Um, So they're, you know, they're going out and uh, yeah, yes, folks, the government's involved with these shootings. So, I think that that uh, that if you're if you're creating the conflict, if you're creating the chaos, obviously then you can have this uh, force that you're talking about ready to go and uh, deal with it you're causing it, you're controlling it, and you're providing the answer order out of chaos and so I think that they're getting ready to from from what I'm hearing um, they're getting ready to within and Tifa and George Soros, as they see the noose is tightening, um, they're actually going to uh, send these folks out along with the ranks of, uh, you know, anyone that they can get co-opt into it. Um, maybe the Black Panthers or, you know, any any kind of radical group, uh, cells of ISIS and different things that are here, the, the bad uh, Ombres that the president talked about, activate them to go out and just start mass shooting. How perfect then for this unit to respond and then begin to uh, disarm the American people. That's all I got to say about that.
2: Yeah, we, uh, uh, we can never know. Uh, it definitely seems like they it's suspicious. are pr- preparing something they can use against the American people. Um, And uh, all they need is the smallest uh, precedence to be able to go out and and, uh, use it. So uh, moving on, uh, we were just learning uh, at church about um, uh, some Bible prophecies about the tabernacle of David being rediscovered. And, you know, it's something that I never – part of Bible prophecy I've never heard from anyone else uh, except for my pastor. So it's very interesting, you know, when you think you've, uh, when you think you know, not that I know everything about Bible prophecy, but I I thought I had pretty much heard about all of the prophecies, end time prophecies that were in the Bible. And uh, I had never heard of this one before. Um, and it is in Amos, Chapter 9, verse 11, it says, In that day will I raise up the tabernacle of David that is fallen and close up the breaches thereof, and I will raise up his runes, and I will build it as in the days of old. So right now, the tabernacle of David is being dug up by archaeologists. Uh, they first found it back in 2013, and they're still digging up more and more. And uh, they actually just found the uh, gates of Solomon as well. So uh, I encourage you to go and and look this up so that you can actually watch videos of it and see it for yourself. Um, And then also Acts 15 verse 16. After this will I return and will build again the tabernacle of David which has fallen down. And I will build again the ruins thereof and I will set it up. So like I said, we're discovering the runes now and when Christ returns and sets up his millennial reign for a thousand years, he will rebuild on top of the runes and rebuild the the palace of David. And uh it's really exciting stuff. So uh I encourage you to go and uh and look into it. It's really cool to uh able to see the Bible come alive and just to be able to see uh, with your own eyes even if you don't go to Israel you could still watch videos and, and see this stuff that was in the Bible it's, it's really amazing uh, do you have anything to add to that
3: yeah they they also found that uh, that pool that they would go into yeah that's, that's talked about so in the, the siloam and then the the highway uh that that led up mm-hmm. to where they did the uh offerings right and mm-hmm. and the, that 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 road that pool is all discovered and you know so yeah it, it is really it is really cool exciting stuff
2: yeah very exciting um uh, so, is there anything else that you wanna talk about that happened this week uh Anything noteworthy? Well, there was
3: a mega quake in uh Africa, which is you know it's uh uh between halfway i guess kind of in between Africa and uh um, antarctica and i'm just learning that in this area there's been multiple earthquakes and it's uh, on a shelf there that uh uh it would appear that that uh that the the magnetic poles are reversing and that there's already uh problems there when uh different um uh, like Hubble goes around that they won't shoot any um shots in that direction when they go over it because they're they're having problems with the their navigation systems and stuff because the polarity is is flipped. So it's just kind of interesting when you start looking at uh, all of the different events and uh, just how everything seems to be, you know, I mean, it could still be a, a certain time period. I'm not saying it's tomorrow, but things are ratcheting up.
1: Yeah, And definitely. then, and then
3: the other thing would be, uh, would be just, uh, Turkey's move to go into Syria and, uh, go after the Kurds, which are mostly, mostly Christians. And, uh, uh, I know Trump said, you better knock it off. And so I just, to me, it, it, it really seems like a tinderbox out there when you look at, uh, all the different threats but I, I i gotta say the time right now of having a president that can say you better stop and, and he means it really the, the time it couldn't be a more important time to have a president with some uh i'll try to say it politely with some gonads
2: Mm-hmm. yeah um and speaking of that you know Peace is achieved through strength, not weakness. Uh, just think about the person on the street in a big city in a dangerous area. Um, the person that is really weak and always walking with their head down, uh, you know anyone could tell that this person can't protect themselves. those are the people that the uh, that the criminals and thugs will. Beat up and and robbed, and uh, the same goes for uh, countries. You know, uh, there was a uh, a former president that that uh, you know talked about peace through strength, and uh, I truly believe that. You know, if if we have a president that's just weak and won't stand up for himself, um, won't stand up for for our country, you know, that's uh, that's not going to be good. But those that, uh, presidents that show strength and, and show that they're not going to back down, you know, people aren't going to want to mess with us. And, uh, um, we see that with Kim Jong-un recently saying that he's thinking now about, uh, reuniting with South Korea. And, uh, that could put an end to this conflict in a peaceful way. And then uh, Trump would have stopped a major war and saved millions of lives.
3: Yeah. Like Obama going and bowing to our enemies. I mean, it just blows my mind how he went on a tour basically of the globe apologizing uh, to our enemies. Uh, it, It just, Absolutely the the polar opposite of, of the president that we have now. Thank God for that.
2: Yeah. Amen. Um, Turkey just recently, Turkey's Air Force attacked a U.S. slash U.K. base in Syria and uh, killed two Americans. And uh, the Pentagon is uh, denying that this ever happened. What do you think about that?
3: That's interesting. I I did not, uh, I know the president responded to um, Turkey's invading forces into Syria. So, and, and, and he did uh, react to it right after the, the uh, two military men were killed, but, I didn't know that uh, that that had been. Uh, it, it, it seems like you know. There's a lot of uh, this fake news is. Uh, you know, it's it's not just that they're fake. They're complicit with uh, the reporting. They're complicit with the enemy. They're they also leave out key details that uh, it's almost like mind control. You know, so that the people can't form a uh an an opinion of of what's truly happening so that, that really doesn't surprise me because there's so much of that um going on right now with the fake news the fake lamestream media
2: yeah um so i guess president trump and uh turkey's president um erdogan spoke on the phone right after this happened and mm-hmm. uh And there's a readout of President Trump's call with President of Turkey. And uh, he urged Turkey to de-escalate, limit its military actions, and avoid civilian casualties and increases to displaced persons and refugees. He urged Turkey to exercise caution and to avoid any actions that might risk conflict between Turkish and American forces. Um, So... At this point he's um handling it well, staying cool-headed, but at the same time he's telling him, you know, you, be- you better uh, watch yourself.
3: Yeah, he's 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 not going to
2: allow them to just come in there and wipe out the Kurds.
3: The, the the way mm-hmm. that uh Oregon had had uh, announced his uh uh, plans, it was to absolutely eradicate the Kurds, and uh, he was going to move uh, and was moving heavy weapons, tanks, and uh, these people are just armed with small arms. Uh, it would have been just another massacre. And as it stands now, Turkey never has even come to uh, answer for uh, wiping out. Um, A a, a massacre of people in its in its past and I I'm not going to go into that right now, but but uh, good on the president that he would stand up because those are mostly Christians and uh, we've seen uh, uh, certainly um, the largest group of people being wiped out in the Middle East has been the attack is is obviously against Christianity.
2: Yeah, for sure. And, uh, Obama didn't do anything to, uh, stop ISIS and stop Christians from getting slaughtered. So thank, thank God that, uh, ISIS is, is, uh, really nothing compared to what they were before Trump got in office and hopefully they will be completely wiped out. Yeah.
3: I always think of that frog meme that, uh, that Kermit the frog meme, you know, he says, uh, isn't it interesting how uh, with Obama not funding ISIS that they're all but out of power just saying, yeah. you know, I mean, and, and it takes a meme like that from Kermit the Frog for people to uh, come to terms with the fact that that Obama with our tax dollars was funding ISIS and wiping out Christians um, in groves, including men, women, and children. So,
2: Yeah. Definitely. Um, is there anything else? Uh, well, let's talk about Davos. Um, mainstream media said that uh, Davos was going to boo Trump and uh, that they would totally hate him. And uh, even after he went there, I think they, they lied and said that he got booed when when he really didn't and everyone loved him.
3: Yeah, I can speak to that. I watched a lot of clips of it. He gave an epic speech of America first, but not America alone. Um, he's just and he, he's he's also promoting the the same uh thing for other countries that uh, that they would look out of course for their interest first, but but then encouraging trade through uh the tax reform and and the regulations being rolled back and and he was absolutely received there as a rock star and i hate to use that analogy but but uh he he, he they loved him and so the media is absolutely lying um in this case i i know for a fact cuz i investigated it they're absolutely lying and you know they continue to uh use this molar uh, uh russian probe narrative and it's long over with I- including moeller himself being involved with uh, uh the collusion against the president and I heard today on the fake fake mainstream lame stream media that that if if Trump moved to eliminate moeller that he would be his presidential campaign would end and you know just constant lies constant lies deception,
2: yeah. Um, Another interesting thing, uh, China right now is uh, doing top-secret human testing to create a superhuman army. Uh, They're doing genetics research and development programs, new study revealed. Uh, It has been revealed that over the last three years, at least 86 people... Uh yeah. Eighty six people have undergone surgery to dramatically alter their genes in the communist state. Um wow. and if you don't believe this, you can look up uh it's on in the archives, um or just just Google uh Chinese Olympic swimmer um Gets uh, genetic mani- uh, manipulation. There was a uh, there was a, a Olympic swimmer from China who uh, got her genes altered. She wasn't even a top Olympic swimmer the year before she won the Olympics, and uh, so China has this technology where they can manipulate genes to. Uh, increase people's um, strength and endurance and uh, cardio. Um, So, you know, this is not science fiction. They, I mean, you can buy a kit for only a few hundred dollars uh, for CRISPR gene editing and edit your own genes um, in your garage. I mean, there's people that have done this at home, where they have manipulated their their genes to make them to make their muscles stronger and uh, do all kinds of weird stuff. So, you know, if you don't believe this, you, you need to look into it because it's true.
3: yeah yeah it is it's uh it's a fact we're living in a time where the the, the show x men is is gonna be upon us and, and many will uh choose and are being set up right now that that, that choice to augment uh their their natural god given abilities with uh, the sci fi uh it, it it's real and of course armies uh, are being built and uh uh, there's there's a lot to talk about about that subject. I really don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but uh, there are a lot of animal human chimeras that are alive, and then they 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 have to have a certain amount of animal in them to be allowed for the testing and stuff. And this is just this is just horrible. It's it's uh, very very dark and demonic, and it's a sign that we're in the end times because. I believe that there's nothing new under the sun, and as in the days of Noah, so shall it be again. And so we're entering into that time uh, where, you know, the DNA is uh, being altered, and they're becoming a, uh, how do I say that name? Um, Nephilim? No, he was, no, the the scriptures say that he started to become a...
2: Oh, a gibbereme?
3: Gibberine, yeah and so that's what what i think of when i when i see this this slow walk towards altering the dna it, it, that's really what's happening
2: yep yep amen um and uh that happened uh in the bible if you read uh michael lake's book um the Shinar Directive in his second book, The Sharif Imperative. I believe it's in his second book. He, uh, he explains how Nimrod turned himself into a Nephilim or a, a Giberim, the Hebrew word is in the Bible. Um, what happened was there was giants before the flood and there was also giants, uh, after the flood. But, uh, the way that there was giants after the flood, after they the pre-flood giants were all wiped out, was that uh, in one of the apocryphal books, I think it was Jasher, um, it explains how the uh, the Watchers, the fallen angels, they wrote some of their forbidden knowledge on on a uh, on a rock somewhere, so that that knowledge would survive through the flood. And then Nimrod um, actually uh, stumbled upon that, and he was given the knowledge that was written there to be able to turn himself into a, a giant or a Nephilim, or a gibberim, as, as the Bible says. Um, and so... You know, that explains how it happened. But, uh, you know, many people want to say, you know, the days of Noah is all about, um, as it says in Genesis, there was violence on the earth in those days. And the hearts of men, or the thoughts of the hearts of man was only evil continually. And, um, you know, that's that's not really exactly everything that it was... Uh, that was going on back then. It was also genetic manipulation. And many subscribe to the uh, Sons of Seth theory on Genesis 6, uh, verse 10. And uh, that's, you know, that's not true because um, in Genesis 6, when it says that uh, the sons of God came into the daughters of men and bare children unto them, and there were giants in the earth in those days. Uh, obviously, the giants were the children of the, uh, of the women that had sex with the sons of God. And the uh, the, word son, the Hebrew word for sons of God is uh, B'nai Elohim. And that is specifically talking about angels. You cannot take that Hebrew word and say that it was talking about regular men. um, You know, just happen to be ungodly men You know, you don't see uh, a woman have sex with some ungodly man today And then uh, give birth to a 15, 20 foot tall giant You know, it just just doesn't happen And so, you know, that's When you go to the Hebrew, it's B'nai Elohim That is a, a fallen angel There's just no way around that And um, in the book of Jude, when it says that uh, the angels that sinned, that kept not their first estate but sinned, uh, are cast into um, chains of darkness until the judgment of the great day, it says before that 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 their sin was just like the sin of Sodom and Gomorrah going after strange flesh. So it was a a sexual sin. That is what it was referring to is that they um, had sexual relations with the daughters of men and created giants. And so, you know, those that want to stick with this Sons of Seth theory, they're, they're not teaching the truth at all. Um, and, and so there was genetic manipulation with the, the fallen angels creating giants, and they, they also created... Um, uh, you know, human-animal hybrids, and you know the Bible says um, it talks about in, uh, I believe it's First Samuel or Second Samuel, the uh, the lion-like uh, man of Moab. Uh, I believe it was referring to a literal, you know, half lion, half man. Um, and so we're seeing this, this genetic manipulation. Uh, coming to the forefront today, we're going to see the transhumanist movement ramp up. You know, we already have, there's a surgeon that says that he can you know, implant a microchip into a person's brain and connect them to the Internet. Uh, we're, we're actually seeing Microsoft is, is uh, creating patents for new technology to where a person can uh, run a computer with just their thoughts without even touching the keyboard or the mouse. Um, you know, we're going to see, um, you know, we're seeing scientists are, are growing human organs in, in animals like pigs. Um, we're going we're gonna to see, I think we're going to, one of these days, we're going to see uh, a real, Human-animal hybrid publicly be presented and come out, and they're going to say, "Hey, this is you know, uh, you know, Lucas the monkey man, you know, half monkey, half man, or you know, whatever it may be." And they're actually going to come out with it. Um, you know, there's there's secret government labs where they're doing this stuff, um, and. You know, people have seen a lot of weird creatures come out of, of uh, uh, around Plum Island in, uh, in New York and um, so this stuff you know it's, it's pretty suppressed. It's not publicly admitted or anything, but the truth is going to come out and and there was that one guy from Israel at, at Davos who was talking about transhumanism and, and how... It's the way of the future, and uh, man is going to become like God and, and all this stuff and, and live forever. And so Satan is, is uh, going to come through with his promise that uh, he promised to Adam and Eve that ye shall be as gods. Of course, it didn't, you know, it didn't work out for them, but he is going to give people what they want and, and make it so that they can uh, live longer. Of course, they won't live forever. They're going to die and go to hell if they go along with that. But he is going to trick people and make them think that they can be as gods. And, um, you know, part of that is, is going to happen. They will get some uh, pretty, you know, crazy... Uh, abilities through merging with technology and the internet and artificial intelligence and all this stuff that's, that's happening. Um, so, you know, we're in the days of Noah. As it was in the days of Noah, so also, also shall the coming of the Son of Man be. We're going to see some some crazy weird stuff.
3: Well, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt.
2: Yeah. Uh, Is there anything else you wanted to uh, talk about at all?
3: I just want to encourage people to pray for your president and uh, pray for uh, uh, those that God has uh, wants um, to repent and, and come to the saving knowledge of who he is and that um, that we share the gospel, not be ashamed of the gospel. And, you know, love those that God put in your life. Um, it's important now more than ever to love the people that He gave you, uh, whether that be, it may not be your natural family, uh, but uh, whoever it is that uh, we have a, a few different people that are uh, going through some tough times. And uh, we need to be there for them, we need to love on them, we need to pray for them, uh, most importantly. And, uh, uh, repent and get right. That's what I've got. I'm going to sign off. God bless everyone out there and feel free to, to call into the show or leave comments. Um, reach out to us and, uh, if you've got something you want us to pray about or stand with you on, we will do that in Jesus name.
2: Good night. Amen. 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 I just wanted to talk about something from Michael Lake's book, The Sharif Imperative. Um, And uh, he says here, in second to last chapter of the book, page 309, he's talking all about the uh, um, armor of God in Ephesians chapter 6, um, he says, Paul invested three years of ministry, winning souls, and training up the new believers in the faith in when he was in Ephesus, where uh, the book of Ephesians was written. I believe this is the reason the apostle could enfold so much theological meat into this small epistle. And then later, uh, later on, page uh, 309, um, He says this, he says, Paul is reminding the believers of the mystery of godliness within their lives. They must put off the old man before they can put on the new man in Christ. What a powerful truth of displacement in spiritual warfare. You must drive out the mystery of iniquity in your life and establish the mystery of godliness in its place. The only way that a believer can do this is through the renewing of the mind. As the believer learns to live a life that will not grieve the Holy Spirit through continued sin, he is learning how to lend his body as an instrument of righteousness in the earth. The apostle also builds a long list of the sins that must be abandoned by, by the believer. All such behavior in word or deed must be cast aside so that we can put on Christ. Here is a paradox of the armor listed in Ephesians chapter 6. This was Almighty God's armor. Therefore, this armor can only be placed where the character of Christ has been established. We cannot put on the armor of God through saying a little prayer based upon Ephesians 6, verse 14 through 18 alone. When we begin living a life in accordance with what Paul has revealed in chapters 1 through 5, the armor becomes established in our lives. Um, so he then says, um, This is one of the reasons Mary and I have received emails and phone calls from all over the world with Christians who have been so wounded on the battlefield. We assume that we have been clad in the armor of God only to discover that we have entered the field of battle in our BVDs. The resulting havoc has sidelined countless believers in the arena of warfare. The spiritual drift created within our theologies over the last several centuries has created entire generations of believers that mo- that more resemble the fairy tale of the emperor's new clothes. The army own the armor only exists in their imaginations. So, this is key. this is so key. you cannot put on the armor of God by just reading Ephesians uh, 6 verse 10 um, and reading the entire uh, armor of God and saying, okay helmet of salvation, I got that all right you know sword of the spirit, I got that I got I, I have my Bible. Breastplate of righteousness. All right, I put on Christ's righteousness. Okay, belt of truth. Yeah, I got that. And making this checklist and, you know, thinking that you have the armor just because you know what it is. No, you have to live a crucified, sanctified life and and be like Christ because, like he says, you cannot put on the armor of Christ in any area of your life unless the character of Christ has been established in that area. And, you know, because uh, the Holy Spirit will not will not go anywhere where he doesn't feel comfortable. And so our modern theologies like you said has just left us naked on the spiritual battlefield because we think that just by saying a prayer and getting saved and then uh, just by you know, using the name of Jesus that, that, that that's it that you know, all you have to do is just say a simple little prayer and then you know, your spiritual warfare that you're going through is over no, it's it's more complex than that. You have to live a Christ-like life in order to have that armor. And so now with these with these modern theologies, you know, we just teach that, you know, God loves you, God loves you, so you can live however you want, and you're still going to heaven and you're fine. No, that's that's a bunch of that's a bunch of horse manure. You got to repent, you got to get right And those that are living in compromise have no spiritual power or authority because there's no uh, anointing in somebody's life that isn't truly walking with God in obedience and holiness. And so if you're not doing that, you have no uh, power against the enemy. And so in these last days... um, you know, God is preparing a, a holy remnant, a bride without spot or wrinkle. And, uh, you know, my, my pastor just preached about that this morning, how Jesus is, is coming back for a bride without spot or blemish. And the word, um, the word blemish there, um, although the New Testament was written in Greek, it uh, it ties in to the Old Testament uh, word tamim, which means complete, whole, sound, and entire. Mm-hmm. And uh, when God called Abraham and said, uh, or Abram at the time and said, "I am Almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect." He he meant walk before me and be thou mm-hmm. tamim. And so it's not. Absolutely perfect but it's 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 maturity and and so um, that same Hebrew word is also used in the Old Testament sacrifices when uh, God said to bring a lamb to sacrifice that was without blemish. the word for for that type of a, a lamb was Tamim and and so um Jesus is looking for those that truly walk before him and are tamim, uh, to be his bride, to be his chosen people. And so if you want to be part of the remnant in these last days and truly endure to the end, you need to walk before God. Not just go to church on Sunday, not just you know, sit down and and listen to a, a message for an hour, but truly walk with God. Truly uh, pray and read your Bible and seek your and seek His face. And uh, you know, actually get sanctified. Get those things out of your life that you know are holding you back. Um, just like I. Uh, I believe I talked about it last week. First uh, John three twenty one and twenty two. It says, uh, "And hereby we know that he heareth us." Um, or no, it says it actually says, uh, "And if our heart condemn us not, then have we confidence toward God. And hereby we know that he heareth us, because." We obey his commandments and do those things which are pleasing in his sight. And so there's a certain amount of obedience and sanctification uh, that's required in a believer's life just for God to hear your prayers. And so, you know, if you're not living in obedience and and righteousness, um, you know, God's not even going to hear your prayers. And so that's that's pretty scary. I mean, who wants to, you know, just run run around in circles and uh, spin their wheels, uh, if you will, in their walk with God and not get their prayers answered? I mean, that's that's horrible. So, you know, get get right with God if you want. You know, Psalms ninety-one. Protection. If you if you really want to uh, to get the full benefit of of uh, your relationship with God, you got to walk in uh, obedience and righteousness and sanctification. Um, you know, it all it all uh, comes out of of uh, walk with God and and true obedience. Um, and there's great power in obedience. I truly believe that. And the more, I believe the more sanctified and holy a person gets, that, uh, the more, uh, the more of God's spirit that you can experience. And, uh, that was uh, one of the things that my pastor preached on this morning as well was uh, Matthew chapter 5 blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God Amen and uh, only those that are pure in heart will truly um, be able to see God in this life And in the next. And uh, so repentance is key. Repent daily. Repent, repent, repent. I can't even preach it enough. Matthew chapter 5 verse 8. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Amen. 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 So repent. Get right. Walk with God. Don't be a hypocrite. Um, so that's it for tonight's show. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, I love you all. And uh, uh, I hope you're blessed by this show. And uh, you know, stay close to Jesus. And if you're not saved, give your heart to Jesus get saved. Ask him to forgive you of your sins and be your savior and re- repent of your sins. Turn away from your sins and you shall be saved. So, we're going to finish it out with uh, one more song. Okay.
0: We got it. It's time to we got it. Go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what? Stop. <dude>. <laughs> What happened, Dave? Uh,
3: Sorry. Been uh, doing good. We're good. Sam. Sam. Dave, get serious, please. I'm there. I'm serious. Sam, you're not need. serious. Hey, guys, we're recording. Hey, please, we're, we're recording. It. Uh, yeah, I was going to get this song.
0: <laughs> the old preacher man Stood there in the pulpit The church house eyes filled with tears his mind filled with memories of not so long ago when the church house was full not one pew was empty the altar was stained with saints tears as he stands there morning
1: in a near
0: empty church house. It's all